Blog Talk Radio.
one, run, I drop a ton. Take your favorite MC, you bring the light like the sun. Get done, bow down, I'll be the one known to rock rhymes with lines beyond yours to make me rhyme time. I'm the master of the ceremony only G. It'll be a long day before you see another me. I be high in the cloud with the system pumping loud. Uh-huh. Tripping up in life, it's the ill and juvenile with my nickel red running up in. He'll spot with enough dick for you and a friend. Uh-huh. Some killer ass weed for those who huff and make you wanna kill a nigga after taking one puff for the stuff. Uh, shit is tough, but all stress chased away by the tango ray murder in my way. Hey, young world, keep my method of madness. Watch it bring sadness because it's that girl. Now who the fuck wanna see you on a face mall? Now who the fuck wanna see you on a face mall? Get mad wreck when wreck is the contest They can text the fake niggas next when they flex uh-huh. For those that don't know about my flows Let me introduce I'm anti-truth and pack a deuce deuce I'm five feet, five inches I serve the best of the living I come swift, that's why solo I be one of the illest, realest Getting busy shorties Rolling with Reggie, smoking plus and drinking 40 I'm ripping niggas out the frame with information When I unleash shit I dust them off like creation If it's on, it's on, nigga Say word bond Word bond on my mama and his And his kids I represent the East when niggas still fuck me All that shit you talking, nigga That will get your ass to seat Murder. Murder. Haven't you heard of what I be dropping? Cause when I drop my ill style, my style be popping like corn. Word was born, it's on again. I wear them up till they fuck up with the Mac to the shit. It's the black Mac thing. I never wrong with wrong. When I do my ill shit, I only represent my home. It's P H I double the L Y. When I'm in New Jersey, North 18, hitting a double I. Now try and relieve, cause y'all can't see me. I be the looniest little ass in C. Now, when I drop my format, I make your brain go. Splash from what I pack, niggas got to react. Now who the fuck wanna see Jim on a face tomorrow? Now who the fuck wanna see Jim on a face tomorrow? Now who the fuck wanna see Jim on a face tomorrow? Now who the fuck wanna see Jim on a face tomorrow? Now I got the clock, make motherfucker Coming from the squad of death. Never left stranded, all is demanded When the Glock kind of handed The bandit with green eyes Pack deep, what? still keeping it real Maintain to keep it street peak The way I sweep them seeds up off their feet Irritating like weapons on false beat Your shit is obsolete uh-huh. I defeat what? and crush uh-huh. when I bust uh-huh. the bar Niggas with the gun like track Need to make them run Now who the fuck wanna see Jamal? I make them all And when I rock, I shock and see the shorter fall You shouldn't have went there, nigga You gotta come quicker and sicker I'm known to twist the mystery. Now, is you with me? With who? Jamal. Got the girl, he's hanging from the ball till I pick up in they crawl. Uh-huh. I got shit coming like plaster, coming massively. Pack that for a rat and let bitches keep passing. Now, who the fuck wanna see Jamal a fake Jamal? Now, who the fuck wanna see Jamal a fake Jamal? Yeah, wake up. 
Listening to the best DJ, keeping the party rocking on all social media platforms. The Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Morning Show. Stay tuned for more hip hop and RB. Fat Man West Coast. The best mixes. Playing the bangers. Don't forget to wash your hands. It's the number one DJ rocking the turntables in the mix. Check this out, man. Giving you the best music. How you feel? Fat Man West Coast. Good response 
You know what I'm saying? So we are back again today. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's waking up, getting the, uh, uh, getting the sleep out your eyes. You know what I'm saying? Wiping your eyes and everything and being thankful this morning because it is a beautiful day. You know what I'm saying? And it's 48 degrees out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am your host, Fat Man West Coast. Welcome to the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. We do this Monday through Friday, 8 a.m., you know what I'm saying, to 9.30 a.m., you know what I mean? And uh, we do a little bit of everything on this show. You know, this morning we have a great, 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 great show planned. We have uh, a... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can use the word local legend and this and the other. He's, I mean, he's, a, he's he's worldwide. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's been here in Vegas for a good little amount of time. I know I've been here uh, 20 years. I moved out here in Vegas in 2000. I've been here 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And everything. And this man was here before I was. You know what I'm saying? Mister Hooded Figures himself. You know what I'm saying, my man, Paulie Mack, you know what I'm saying, is on the show today. We got him coming in in just a little bit. You know what I'm saying, we're going to sit up and chop it up with him and uh, <laughs> see if he going to bring me some poke chopper chunky. <laughs> oh, every time this man come on the show, we have a good time. So that makes sure you tell somebody, tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your auntie, tell your uncle, tell them that the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show is on right now, and it is live and direct from Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we got him on the show today. We're going to bring him in in just a little bit. It is 8.14 a.m. out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to all my people out there on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Everybody out there on the East Coast, everybody out there doing the damn thing. Uh, of course, uh, 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 we got everybody, um, uh, all our time zones. We got, you know, Pacific, Mountain, Central, and Eastern. Shout out to everybody that's listening to us right now. I know a lot of people have been up way before we have. So, uh, we are up right now and everything. And we're about to do the damn thing. So make sure that you share the show, share the show, share the link. You can listen through your phone, your cell phone, anybody that knows me that I text them, you know what I'm saying, share the show and text messages, send it to your friends, loved ones, close ones, you know what I'm saying, enemies, <laughs> just let them know that I'm on the show right now, live and direct, y'all, you know what I'm saying, it's the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, like I said today, we got an action-packed show. You know what I mean? I hope everybody is getting ready because it is tax time, tax time, tax time, tax time. And of course, you know, uh, 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 the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show is brought to you by 3T's Tax Services. All right? If you need, you know, if you need your corporate tax done, if you need your business taxes done, personal taxes, if you need to amend some taxes, you make sure you hit up Miss Denise Hurt at 330 330 2202. Once again, that's 330-330-2202. That's 3T's Tax Services here in Las Vegas, Nevada. They are our sponsors 
for the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. And also, she sponsors the uh, Priceless Diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's Victoria Pearl. She sponsors uh, some girls on the Priceless Diamonds, and my daughter is one of them. You know what I'm saying? So big shout out to Ms. Hurt. Uh, she was in the hospital, but now she is out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your prayers and uh, all your well wishes. You know what I'm saying? She is doing fine and everything. She up being mean as ever and stuff like that. Getting in my behind for no damn reason. She gonna learn. <laughs> she gonna learn. She gonna learn today. You know what I'm saying? So listen, y'all. It's the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Y'all know how we get down. Y'all know how we start to show off every day. You know what I'm saying? We got to give thanks where thanks is due. We got to give praises where praise needs to be. We got to just let the good Lord know that we are riding with him today. We holding him down front, back, and side to side. You know what I'm saying? So y'all know how we do it. Y'all know how we get down. I need you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Dear Lord, we come to you this morning, and we want to thank you for another beautiful morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you for covering us in your blood last night. Thank you for watching over us last night. Thank you for watching over the people that was out on the streets, our our, our, our service workers, our, our people working in the hospitals, Lord, uh, our people, our policemen, everybody, Lord Jesus, because we do have night workers out here in Las Vegas. We do have night workers all over the world, and we need you to touch everybody right now, Lord Jesus. We need you to touch the sick and the shut-in. We need you to touch the people who's in the hospital dealing with this COVID. We need you to touch someone who's waking up this morning dealing with depression, Lord Jesus. We need you to touch someone that's up this morning dealing with their health, Lord Jesus. Just touch them right now, Lord Jesus, and let them know that you do exist. And we pray this every morning, and we pray this every day. Thank you for waking us up in our right mind, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray this morning. Amen, 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 amen. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Y'all gonna learn today. Y'all gonna learn today. Y'all gonna get this work too. Y'all gonna y'all gonna get all this work that I got to get. <laughs> so listen, y'all. It is eight nineteen. You know what I'm saying out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Forty eight degrees, y'all. You know what I'm saying. It's gonna be a beautiful day today. You know, say make sure you get out. Make sure you're wearing your mask. Make sure you are washing your hands. Uh, I know the kids are on their way to school this morning. Make sure that they are masked up and everything. Make sure that they have a hand sanitizer. Everything that they need to function in school so they can have a spectacular day today in school. All right? So listen, y'all. Like I said, today's guest is my man. Polly Mack, y'all know him, Polly Mark Macklin, okay, but we know him as Polly Mack, you know what I'm saying, a hooded figure out here in Las Vegas, Nevada, a pillar, uh, 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 one of the pillars of Las Vegas, you know what I'm saying, making things happen and everything, owner of Ringmaster BMC, now I'm going to find out a little bit more about what he does and everything, you know what I'm saying, Polly Mack does a lot, he's been doing films, He's been uh, doing some acting. Um, of course, of course, he does the videos and everything like that. Um, doing production and stuff. You know, Polly Mac has been doing this for a good little while. 
out here. You know what I'm saying? He has <laughs> he has a saying. It says it says uh uh, uh what is this? Uh uh no pay, no service. <laughs> Something like that, you know what I'm saying? I love it. You know what I'm saying? But he's basically letting people know no deposit, we don't work. You give up a deposit, this and the other is set to date, we put in the work. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that's just biblical all the way around the world, y'all. You know what I mean? But listen, we gonna get this show started. We gonna start off with a song. Cause everybody know when they come on this show, I do my hip hop homework. And uh people don't know that I don't know if people knew, but people don't know, maybe some people don't know that uh 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 Paulie has a group called Columbine. They've been doing a lot of stuff out here. Uh been doing a lot of stuff. I went back, dug into some archives and everything. So we gonna do this to start the show off and everything. We was playing this up at the studio yesterday. Let's do it like this. You got your boy up in here, Fat Man, West Coast, coming to you live and direct, y'all, Las Vegas, Nevada. It is the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Hit us up at 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. Let us know what's going on with you. If you got any shout-outs, if you got anything to say to my man, Paulie Mac. Wish him well, give him some shout outs, congratulate him on anything, you know what I'm saying, or just ask him some questions, hit us up right now, 657-383-0199, either listen to the show, press the one button, so you ain't downstairs in my lobby eating up all my Krispy Kremes in Hennessy, <laughs> me and Paulie Mack want to have some Krispy Kremes and a shot of Hennessy after we get finished with this interview, so don't y'all be down there eating up everything, <laughs> But check this out. Uh, I don't. I, I, I think this song goes back maybe like uh, maybe 12 years ago. If I'm not mistaken, probably further than that. But what was you doing in Las Vegas when this song came out? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's good figures, y'all. You can't fuck with the mass track buttons coming out the head. Ain't no rehearsing. You can't fuck with the mass track buttons. Niggas be thinking I'm fucking up or put in the work until they run up and I put their ass in the fucking dirt. Ain't no love up in my streets. I'm coming from NLB. When niggas can disrespect and you get your bitch out to see. Stay low up my clip. Goddamn, I'm filled with anger. Then I cock it back and now my enemies are in danger. Dead body chucker, nigga, dead body chucker. Any nigga run them up and catch his luck when it's heartless motherfucker. No need to duck. Shit, your ass stuck, nigga Hollow chips don't buck, run up And then you buck, nigga Enough gave a fuck Cause I was heartless from the start On the roof just like a sniper Letting my motherfucking gas spark See in the dark Can't no motherfucker see me All those niggas is my book Coming at they ass in 3D Nigga, no need to stop Cause I can't stop, I won't stop Busting at your ass until your heart stop Your body drop So go ahead, motherfucker, try and hide Them hollow points up in your head It's all from the bond I never gave a fuck Cause I'm a heartless motherfucker You come up talking shit Get buck for the dead, fucking Committing sins as if they were my friends No matter if I lose or win, I take it on the chin 
He appears loaded up in a black beanie. Committing crimes disappears like a genie. Poof, sinister X is his stilo. That nigga's cold as ice, less than zero. He's down below in his eternal abyss, where nothing is bliss. He's doomed by death, kid. Stab, shoot, cut a brother in his throat. Be a racist pig, smuggle drugs on the boat. Who's checking me? I'm next G, I'm lethal like Danny. I'm going undercover like Glove, I'm uncanny. X-Man, slap you with a claw. Merchant with an eye beam, turn your flesh raw. Like Rock Kim, I'm a microphone fiend. Listen to my theme, I'm ripping out spleen. I'm sick, I need doctors and nurses. It could be medical, it could be cursing. I hope you purchase as I burn these verses. <laughs> like the clan burns churches. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with these abstract verses. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. I'm taking over Supreme. See, I'm a musical fiend. And I devour like a movie. Triple X is a dream. Nightmares, nightmares. It's your worst mistake. I slay devious devils and dark demons of gangs. And see, suckers pay a fee for me to step off. It's like a job. I'm a killer and I won't come soft. I overstand with wisdom leading you to your doom. Me and X carry shovels putting suckers in tombs. And I'm stronger than a storm. Sweep you up like a swarm. A bull charging locomotive. I'll attack with my horns. Coming from a whirlwind. Falls like a cave in. Flying through the sky. Then I strike you like a raven. I swing a golden axe with more force than mighty Thor. Place a metaphor that soars throughout the literature. XL prevails with the thought process to progress. Every move is power. It's no stress. Off the chest, God bless. I put that on the spot with my own earth. Rest in peace. Knowledge I need to build for thee. When I speak to the strong in the me. You can't see me like the sheep down in Mozambique. Now you can run the physical and fake moves into mental. But know the situation that you get yourself into. You're slimy of individuals. I don't care because you know I'm still getting residuals. On the freestyle tip, manifesting thoughts from the third eye area. You know you can't see me because I'm scaring you. Monkey ass put into oblivion. I blow you with a fat bomb. Yo, in peace to Farrakhan and all the nations of the gods and earth. So what is worth? So put it on the mic if you know what your birthright means. Cause you know I come through clean and I shine. Because you know my state is divine. So I bring back the abstract thought and let the niggas know for how many years that we fought to express and undress the mental. It's so complex but yet so simple. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead with no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Simple minds they doing drive-bys when we realize hide up in the tree and you never get recognized. Use up that nine with infrared sight. Cause there's no better way to slap a motherfucker at night. Or hide up in the house and wait for him to get home. Then bust up sight and chop right through his dome. Then slip out the back without leaving a trace. Now your enemies are up in your dome. Get the case. Most fools stay not smart. In fact, they dumb as a goat. So sad that I told that he meets you in a place of remote. Then pick up your bull boy to fuck with his brain. Then bust one through his kneecap to put him in pain. Now that he's begging you, please. Why don't you spell my life? Cause at home I got two kids and a beautiful wife. I think I'm sorry, kid, that you played me for a joke. That's why I got that ass locked on scope. Coming up ahead, ain't no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead, ain't no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Coming up ahead, ain't no rehearsing. 
can't fuck with them abstract verses coming out the head. Ain't no rehearsing. You can't fuck with them abstract verses. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show coming to you live and direct, y'all. Las Vegas, Nevada. That was Paulie Mack in Hooded Figures. Now, they've been out here doing their thing for the longest. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they was uh, discovered by Ice-T. And uh, they went on tour with him and did some things, you know what I'm saying, and uh, made music and, and stuff. I was looking at some of the album covers yesterday and everything. They got people on their tracks like Brother Lynch Hung and, and uh, 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 King Al Ski, you know what I'm saying. Um, of course, you know what I'm saying. And then, like I said, he did, uh, he got a group called Columbine, you know what I'm saying. So listen, y'all. With no further ado, I want to make sure that uh, he is ready and uh, ready to come on the show and everything. We've been uh, been waiting for him and everything to uh, show up and show out and everything. You know what I'm saying? So uh, right now, we're going to get my man Paulie Mack together and... Uh, See if uh, he's here in queue. You know what I'm saying, and uh, find out uh, what's going on with him, uh, and then what he's been doing. You know what I mean? Uh, we got a number up in here, so you know. Uh, hold on, just a minute. All right. Okay. So listen, everybody. We about to get into this interview with my man Paulie Mack and everything. Y'all can hit us up at 657-383-0199 at 657-383-0199. All right? So uh, I need you to give him that wake your ass up morning show love. You know what I'm saying? I need y'all to show him that love. You know what I mean? For Mr. Pauly God, and this, I truly believe in God, man, because God saved my uh-huh. life. So, right. 
he puts you in the places where you're supposed to be at. You just need to be prepared. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, I've been um, walking with my journey with him, with God and everything. And you're right. He uses you as a vessel. He speaks through you. You just have to be ready to manifest that word and, 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 and give it out amongst the people. Everything. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And everything. So I, I definitely make sure that I'm in a spiritual realm, you know what I'm saying, every day. You got to stay prayed up and everything. You got to stay covered in his blood and stuff, especially with what's going on these days. Yeah, you know? COVID ain't no joke right now. No, it's not. No, it's not. And we've been dealing with it for about three years now, um, you know what I'm saying, and everything. And I don't think people really got it just yet you know what i'm saying so we just have to keep praying for those people that are lost you know what i'm saying and stuff like that uh one of the things that i wanted to talk to you about is is i i've noticed this is you've been uh making sure that we men take care of our mental health and wellness and everything and i've been seeing your post that you've been making can you explain to the listeners and some of these unsigned artists that's listening right now how important it is for men to take care of their mental health and wellness. Well, mental health. Okay, let me start off with just just your regular bodily health. When I okay. was forty, I turned I turned fifty, uh-huh. and I, I turned fifty sick. Okay. And I didn't I I didn't take care of my. I was sick before, but when I turned fifty, I it really hit me. It was like, wait, my body's changing. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had liver issues. I had kidney issues. I had hypertension. My blood was um, septic. Um, okay. I, I lost sight in my right eye for like probably two months. And I'm going to tell wow. you something, and, and this is going to be embarrassing, but I need people to know what's, what's real. Man, I had to wear uh-huh. a diaper, bro. Okay. Okay. Yeah, for three right. months. It was like All right. most tubules. Most humiliating shit you don't want to hear in your life. But okay. I had to be real with myself. I was like, yo, what is going on with me? So mm-hmm. first doctor I went to, he was like, he just gave me medicine, even before he gave me a blood test. And okay. then my left leg swelled up. And I was like, oh, oh this ain't right. So I went, yeah. to, I went to Chicago sick because it was mm-hmm. the first time that I met my brothers and sisters. Okay. For my father in 50 years. So I was like, well, if I'm going to go out, at least mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and meet my other half of the family. I right. was prepared. So uh, I got back to Vegas because I ate so bad in Chicago because everybody okay. was making food. I went down memory lane, moon pie, mm-hmm. slapstick. Oh, I remember this when I was five. You know, I, I did that whole thing for like two weeks, and I got okay. sicker. So when I got, back to, when I got back here, I went to quick care. And okay. that's when I met my new doctor, Dr. John Oyema. And since okay. I've had that doctor... I'm off my medicine. I haven't. I'm wow. not on any more meds. Really? Yeah, I work my medicine. I'm not, I'm not on any meds, bro. Wow. Now, 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 let me ask you one thing: Is this is is, is this a uh, is this a black doctor or is this a uh, He's African. foreign doctor? He's African. African. Okay. Yes. Now, the question the, the question that I wanted to, the, the reason why I asked you that question: Are we not as patients going to the hospital are we not and can we i know we can are we not requesting more black 
positions? No, I think it's like depends on where you're at. Like if you go to Atlanta, Houston, uh, Chicago, okay. you'll see a lot of black physicians. You see okay. a lot of black doctors and nurses and specialists, right? Right. Uh, and also in some like northern and southern California. It all depends okay. on where you live at. If you live in Idaho and Montana, yeah, you're mm-hmm. probably not going to see a black doctor. You know, you might be one okay. or two. But most right. of the times, that's why people leave to go somewhere to go see a doctor. Okay. 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 So I was okay. fortunate to get Dr. John Oyema. Okay. Okay. And what, did, and what all did he do? What type of routine did he put you on or if you were in a, on a routine at all? Well, when I got there, everything was in the red. So okay. I was about to get put in the ambulance. They were about to put me in the ambulance and take me over to uh, Sunrise. And uh, he talked to me for a half hour. He said, like, what did you do? He said, well, I used to bodyguard. I was on stage. I did this. He was like, you didn't, he straight up told me, you didn't take care of yourself. You weren't wearing the right shoes. You weren't eating the right food. You can tell all your cholesterol. You can, you can your blood work tells you everything, right? Okay, so right, right. He, he told me, he says, if you do what I tell you to do, I will heal you. And he okay. has a really, he has a really gersed um, African accent. You know he's African as soon as he opens up his mouth, right? Okay. So it, it was like, and being that I didn't have his father, and I never met my father before, when okay. he told me he was going to heal me, it was like, it was like a man for the first time, I actually heard a, a man tell me I'm going to help you. Okay. Okay. You know gotcha. what I mean? It was like, yes. it was like a mountaintop moment. Like, okay. Right. You know, right. I, and okay. I just got right to the program. I started eating a lot of mushrooms. I started eating uh, brown rice, chicken, tuna, um, lots of greens. I love, I love vegetables now all over again. Okay. Um, right. Oatmeal, uh, I cut soda out like I used to drink probably three liters of soda a day. I'm three big ones. I'm uh-huh. probably down to like maybe a a, a coke or two a week. In a okay, camp. good. So you know I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's my treat. Um, I do about twelve thousand steps a day walking. I got a bike exercise bike in my garage. I got mm-hmm. my weights. I don't lift heavy anymore because I don't have to. So okay. I'm just trying to maintain what I have. And uh, okay. and the mental part of it is this. When you're sick, you're in a different you're in a different space because you know while we're being honest and everything, I lost I lost the rights to my name Columbine because okay. I was sick. I had to make some choices, so okay. I don't actually own Columbine as a name anymore. So that's why I'm All trying right. to ban the city. Um, okay. And I lost a few trademarks and everything because it was either I try to keep doing business or I try to save my life. So mentally. All right. You have you go you go into a rut because you're used to making a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. but the money's not important anymore. It's you being able to True. wake up in the morning. True. True. And I didn't even tell my mom what was going on until I got over my hump because I didn't meet her at my house every day taking life. Right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Got you. Did, did, so, okay, did, I just, did, was this, this something that, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it was, this is something that you felt that you needed to do by yourself and on your own? Not on my own and not by myself. What I did was, my okay. brother knew, because uh-huh. he come in, you know, he knew. And okay. um, my um, sweet Lou called me almost every other day, checking on me. 
Um, okay. um, Killer from my neighborhood, Gus Park, he called me. Jody, um, he called me all the time from the state. Mm-hmm. He kept a tab on me. Um, my friend Shay, um, Michelle and Susan, and uh-huh. Carla, they they all kind of knew what was going on because um, if something was to happen, right? I needed the right people to know. Yes, yes, you are right. You are right. You are right. Paulie, do you think do do, do you think people? really know what us men go through on the daily I think they look at you know that's just like perfect example I'm going to be honest with you perfect example everybody's been looking at you as the hooded figure out here in Vegas we didn't think you got sick we didn't think that you could go down you was like you was like the uh, uh, the Las Vegas Superman because you, you went on tour, you were doing things, doing your bodyguard work, you're making videos, this, that, the other. We looking at you like, damn, I want to be like him. You know what I'm saying? And we not knowing that Paulie ain't eating right. Paulie walking through these these, these, these airports and this, that, the other. Drinking, grabbing junk food and this, that, the other. We did not know because you wore it well. And we were looking at him like, that mom easy. He, he a, a picture of health. And you like, no, I wasn't and everything. Do you think that people just take it for granted or take it for face value because we are strong, because we have to be men? Yes. I think I think that men are probably the most misunderstood. Black men, men of color, are the most under, misunderstood. And that goes for us understanding ourselves, too. It's like uh-huh. I have friends. That will go up against five or six dudes, strapped up, whatever they got to do, but they won't go see a doctor. They scared to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I right. was one of those people. I was scared to go to the doctor because I didn't want to hear the truth. I knew something was wrong, but okay. I was scared to go to the doctor. So I'm glad I did go to the doctor and, and not be scared and 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 take care of myself. Like I said, because you know my daughter, she's pregnant now. You know, okay. And I'm okay. having a second grandbaby. My my son has a seven year old, and you know mm-hmm. now we're about to have another baby to the family. And okay. when when I was sick, I didn't pray for money. I didn't pray okay. for anything else. But I said, God, I just want to be an old man. I don't care if I'm eating noodles. I right. just want to be an old man at this point. I don't I don't care about nothing else. Right. Yeah, you have to you have to get in that mindset, and 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 take on. That attitude, because nobody else is going to take it on for you. You know what I'm saying? No. So you have to, you have to stand and believe in something, because if not, you'll go for anything. You know what I mean? So, uh, if you just tuning in, we are sitting here chopping it up with my man Paul Mark Macklin. All right, we know him as Paulie Mac. You know what I'm saying? My man of Ringmaster, owner of Ringmaster BMC. Now, how is business going, Paulie? Oh, Ringmaster business is going great. We um, um, BMC stands for Branding, Marketing, and Consulting. So, right. whether you need a business plan, whether you need uh, a digital service, we can uh-huh. help bring um, we can help bring people 
to your algorithms and okay. uh, to your gotcha. space of work, space of business. So right now right. I'm, uh, I'm I'm helping Twix do his digital marketing for okay. Mayor of North Las Vegas. Right, right, online. right. Shout out to Twix. Yes, sir. Proud of that young man. I'm so proud of Twix, mm-hmm. man. I used to run the streets with his brother, Prop, over okay. in the States. And we always knew Twix was going to be something special because he ear hustled the older cats. He wouldn't say too much, but he'd listen. And uh-huh. then he'd go off and do a party or something. And look at this dude. He done, he done sat around and, and, done, and, and surpassed all of us, you know? Right. So it was like, it was really, it was, Twix was a really good, Twitch is a great, great person, man. He's right. my barber. Yes, too. He is. Yeah, he's a, he's going to be great for North Las Vegas. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And we can't forget Big Keith. What he doing with Bully Busters? He's been doing that for how long now? Oh, Bully Busters is. Tw- Let me tell you about Big Keith, man. Big Keith. Okay. Um, we were we were all street promoters, but Big Keith right. knocked it up a notch out here in Vegas. He before there was any rap trucks rolling around here. Keith did the craziest stuff. This nigga went and took posters and clear tape and wrapped his mm-hmm. minivan. Mm-hmm. He wrapped his minivan. <clears throat> and this was before anybody was doing rap vehicles out here in Vegas. So when he did that, it allowed all of us to step up our game. You know, putting the six mm-hmm. posters on one pole down the strip. You know, we were right. getting $1,500, $2,500 littering, uh, littering tickets okay. from the city. So we had to start doing our posters with no information on how to get back to us, you know? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, and Keith started, started that second big wave of movement out here. Then, you know, there was Larry Lair. Um, and then there was my team. You know, we all worked for rap a lot. I worked for Priority. I worked for Def Jam West. I worked for Arista. I worked for uh, Rough House. I've, okay. I've marketed and street campaigned. I don't know shit. Thousands, thousands of groups. Okay. Master P, all that. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Well, I remember those days and this, that, and the other. And I remember when you started BMC, and the main thing that you was telling us as artists, you was like, "Man, you got to brand yourself. Make sure you're branding yourself." And we was looking at you like branding yourself. What do you mean branding myself? I, I am out here branding yourself. You're like, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. Where's your flyers? Where's your posters? Where's your CDs? Where's your mixtapes? You're not out here with no product. You're not even trying to tantalize nobody to even want to hear your music. And I started thinking about that. Now it's going, okay, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I was fresh from Detroit. I told people, yeah, you know, Detroit taught me about music. West Coast taught me how to grind my music, how to get out here. Well, you know, when you came here, though, honest, when you came here, you came with a whole different concept, Detroit player. You were doing shows. When you you popped here, I remember I got a flyer from you, and you were doing a show in California. I said, man, this nigga is moving quick. And then you had the the nice round curvy girls. You had the donuts going. I was like, Mm -hmm. this brother, fat man. Knows exactly what he's doing, and he knows the audience that he's trying to trying to attract. Mm-hmm. And then all of right. this end up you having a radio show with listeners all over this map, all over this mm-hmm. world. So you you branded yourself. We know who we know. Fat man is fat man equals media. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what fat man equals. And then mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that you used to rap every. We used to perform all the time. 
Yeah, out here, yeah. Following yeah, you, trying to, try to get in, getting, sneaking in the back doors, everything, getting, you know what I'm saying, running up on stage and this, that, and the other. I remember it was a time, you remember the time when the Magic Convention would come out here and everybody would, and people didn't know, everybody from Buster Rhymes to Red Man would all have their, uh, those, those, those buses. And they was wrapped and they would be out here rolling around. Do you know how many of them buses that I just ran up on? And people was like, man, you running up on buses like that? You just said, I said, look here, man. All I got is mixtapes and flyers. I said, if they think I'm coming up in there to rob them, then okay then. But we was running up on buses. I, 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 here's a true story. We ran up on a bus, and, and Devin the dude was in the bathroom boo-booing. And he opened up the door, and I said, damn. <laughs> I said, damn, this Devin, I said, and you boo-booing, and this, that, and the other. He fell out. He said, yeah. He said, first of all, who are you? I said, oh, man, I'm fat, man. Whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, and this, that, and the other. He said, damn, bro, you got a lot of nerve. He said, to come up on a bus like this, you just opened up the door and walked up on here. Yeah, I thought it was Buster Rhymes, bus. I was going to hit him off with some uh, flyers. We ran up on another bus. It was Nate Dogg's bus. And we told yeah. him, we said, man, Snoop told us to meet him here. He was like, no, nah, Snoop ain't told you no lie like that. He said, well, Snoop lying because he ain't here. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, but you Nate dog. And he was going, yeah, and I'm about to leave. He grabbed up his little woman. <laughs> he grabbed up his little woman and he left. But those are the things that we were out here doing following Paulie Mack. You know what I'm saying? Listen, y'all, hit us up at 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. Press the one button to let me know that you are in queue. You know what I'm saying? To say something to our man, Paulie Mack. We want to wish him well, ask him some questions or anything like that. Just hit us up. But we're going to go back down. Uh, we go, I, I've, been, I've been loving his music and this and the other. We're going to go down and play because uh, I was listening to some of uh, – People didn't know that he, <laughs> they was a fully rock band. You know what I'm saying and everything. So let's go to the last days right here on the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. I'm a pilot, and knew everything. The girls are just full of the 
460 pounds at the time. He was like, you know, you want to go on the road with me? And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go on the road with Ice-T. Okay. So we went on a lot of Paluta tour. Ice, opened, Ice didn't open up. He was the fourth person to go on, but he would open up his show with a 15-minute rap show. Okay. And then after the 15 minutes up, the curtains came down, and then you see the Body Count logos, and then all the members from Body Count will come on, and the crowd was fucking nuts, man. I'm talking about rap shows are dope. But until you go to a full-blown rock show with, like, 40,000 people running in a circle, you you will never understand what what that's yeah. like, man. And I seen it, and I had a taste of it, and I was like, uh-huh. I'm going to do that next. So I formed a band called 187 with myself and Dusty Hines. Uh, we, the album came out on Black Market Records. It's called Dark Side. We are the first metal record on a rap label that had Brother Lynch, yeah, uh, Coldwell right. Hustlers. Uh, yeah, I remember Black Market. On there. Um, yeah, Black Market. Cedric Singleton, man, good guy, man. Uh-huh. He signed us yeah. and uh, put us into another category. That When 187, we were now starting doing regional shows. We were playing with Slayer, Biohazard, okay. Body Count. Um, who else did we play with? Shit, we played with everybody. Crowbar. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, we played with them and every major metal artist in the 90s over at the Hunters because we were like one of the right. bands that they were always called to open for us because, you know, we brought, we brung it. Uh, Brian, right. uh, Sean, uh, Ed Morgan, um, 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 who else? I don't uh, Eric Thompson, um, mm-hmm. Brian, we, we, we brought it, man. We just, we were, we were a good chemistry, man. So, Actually, my new music, the new syndicate music, is way uh-huh. more harder than the Columbine stuff that we're doing. I'm doing a couple projects that we're bringing a lot of grind metal, core metal back. Got you, got you, got you. Now I remember when you now you did some songs uh, with some locals. I know you did a you you did a, a song with a couple of couple of hot cats out here. You did a song with Mikey VIP. Um, yeah, me and Mikey did. We did a song and the, uh, the record company would not release the video. And we were so upset about that. Yeah, but we did a song. It was uh, Space Hog, Mikey VIP, um, and, um, and um, oh, God, see, little homie, man, he going to kill me if I don't say his name right. Um, well, I'll pop back into that so we can keep going. But, yeah, we did a remix, and it came out super dope. But the record company at the time, they were like, because uh, we are going through Sony. And uh, Sony was like, uh, this video, is we can't really slide this video through because it's not what we're normally used to seeing. It was it was really, really an underground video. Okay. Yeah, man, you, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised when you're going through a subsidiary. Like, we're, we were signed to Sony Red, which was uh, right. Rap Legends. We were going through Rap Legends with Mark Live Giving. Thank you, Mark, man. You and uh, y'all did a great job, and we appreciate what y'all did for us, man, by even putting out our album uh, that went through uh, Sony's head. And what happens is there's check marks. You know, you Mm -hmm. could be signed directly to Sony or you're signed to their distribution, which is Sony Red, Orchard, or whatever the case may be. That means that you have the right to use the logo. You have the right to use all of the the marketing tools to sell your record. But you can't say, I'm on Sony Records. Really? You can't say that? No, you have to say... We are a subsidiary of Sony Red Distribution. You can't wow. say I'm on Sony unless you're assigned to Sony Direct. So 
a lot of different things had checkpoints up in there. We did a video about weed at the uh, call. Um, we did a dope ass video about some weed, and uh, uh-huh. the record company was like, "Nah, we can't put it out right now." Because at the time when we did the song, weed was only legal in like three states. Okay. So they were like, gotcha. "Nah, we can't release this song." So we did some stuff that was not able to be released through um, through um, through. Uh, Sony Red's division and Orchard's division. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to handle. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to handle a uh, a rock rap band. They just didn't know how to handle us at the time. Right. Our, you know, they didn't know how. They didn't know where to put us. They should have just put gotcha. us in a rock label. But they mm-hmm. put us. They put us into a rap format. And I was like, we're not a rap band. We are. We're a metal band. We just rap over metal. And they right. don't, They didn't have the. They didn't have the the leeway. They didn't know what to do. As far as I'm concerned. Wow, wow, that's something. That's something. That the, the the levels. It's, I keep telling cats, there's levels to this. Once you get into it, it it'll take off. But then it's the it's the red tape. It's the politics of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The reading of the contracts. That's one question I want to ask you. Explain to everybody the first contract that you signed doing your music did you read it all did you turn it over was you excited and you just signed it and this and the other didn't know what you were signing because a lot see i see a lot of cats is doing that to this day okay our very first time that we signed the record deal was with josh okay all right and it was a production deal and the production deal was um uh, was two singles and it was fifty thousand dollars Right. Okay. We didn't see none of that money. We didn't see the deal because our managers at the time, they got the money. Oh. Okay. We never, we, we never, I never seen nothing. We never even seen the nothing. It was like gone. It was like office, beautiful office. Our managers, nothing, no nothing after that. So I don't know what happened. And then um, me and DJ Mike, we met Dr. Dre. Okay. And uh, we recorded a song called Grace Under Pressure and Death Girl, which we haven't even released yet. And those songs were done in 89, believe it or not. And we have two songs mm-hmm. that were produced by Dr. Dre, um, still on deck. And that was the FBI crew, Funky Beast Incorporated. Okay. Yeah, the very next contract yeah, and the very next contract I signed was for 187, and that was with Black Market Records, and then we all uh-huh. signed that, and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, we split like 10 percent. The band split 10 percent. Okay. Of the whatever the uh, the the royalties were at the time, and uh, Black Market did a really good job of getting our image, and our CDs and everything, uh-huh. and we did get one check from them. So okay, you know, okay. So we, right. we did get a check for what it, we did get a check from uh, uh we all got a little something from um Cedric, thank you Cedric. And um and then uh, the last deal that we signed was with uh was with, with Sony Red and then it turned to Orchard. And okay. uh, so so as of right now, I still have a record deal. I I just don't know what I'm going to do. Um, okay. I just don't know what I'm going to do. So it, it happens right. like that sometimes. So, you know. Okay. 
Okay. Well, that's a blessing. I, I, I wish I had that problem. I got people asking me to get back in the studio and things like that there, you know what I'm saying, and stuff. You know, I'm looking at, uh, I, I, you know, I'm missing the substance of music. You know what I'm saying? The feeling, the, 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 the passion, the compassion of music. I don't think a lot of these cats don't have that, 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 that feel. You know what I'm saying? That that hunger, that drive. It's just that it's kind of like, oh well, I can do this real quick, and we gonna put this on YouTube, and we are gonna sit back and count the views yeah. and this and the other. You know what I mean? That is basically, I, it, you are 100 percent correct, Batman. You are 100 percent correct. I can't. So, what so, you just said is 1,000. Are we are we looking are we looking at the industry wrong by doing that? Well, no, the industry is completely changed because Soldier Boy, he was the first person to digitize anything. He was the first person as an artist to blow up on the internet. So he set a tone for a palette for not having a record deal. So if you have a million followers, you don't need a record deal. And if you have a million strong followers, that means that 2,000 people will come see you perform Mm -hmm. and pay 10 to 12, $15 to come see you. You know, Tech Nine. Tech Nine is probably one of the greatest individual hustlers you ever want to meet in your life. That dude is independent and he makes more than than ninety percent of your your favorite rappers. Wow. Yeah, Tech Tech's a Tech's a millionaire many times over with a business that's worth a hundred million dollars. His T shirts, his touring, his roofing company, his uh his studio I mean, he put a good, him and uh, Travis put together a really good format, man, and that's basically what it is. So I used to tell everybody, if you want to go out and promote to people, get in a van, take 20,000 postcards, take some T-shirts or whatever you're selling, and follow Mm -hmm. Tech Nine's tour. Tech Nine, all his dates are sold out. So you say, hey, Tech, man, we're going to follow you on your tour. What do I need to do? just to be part of an opening show. Can I pay you $1,000? Can I pay you $500 to open up for 10 minutes on your show? Right. It's totally worth it. Now, look at it the is. outcome. We In Vegas, we got Dizzy Wright. Dizzy Wright is his own moving party. All right? Yes, we have Echo. Yes, we got Echo. Echo is his own moving party. Dizzy Wright did 25 million um, 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 streams last year. Echo did 30, 33 million. And these guys are from Vegas. They do their own tours. They can set up their own shows because they have their truly independent in- infrastructure. I would be on those guys' heels all the time. When you going on tour, and what do I need to go and do two minutes? Because I know you got 28 dates. You know, we got Hitman as a beat maker out here. We got we got Killer. We got Kev Low Beats. I mean, it's Vegas is now prime. We have professionals out here now that are who are, and then what I mean by professional, we have people that actually don't work and can live off their music. West West, for instance, he gets enough streams where he's paying his rent, he's paying his bills. He's a professional. So until your until your craft is paying your bills, it, you're you're an amateur. Just as, it's just as simple as that. And when your craft is paying your bills, professional. Because that's when, hey, I got five shows to do. That pays all my bills, puts money in the bank, invest in what I'm investing in. So if you can get up to $1,000 a night on the show and you're doing 120 shows a year, that's $120,000. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. After taxes, after taxes, you taking home eighty, and then after you say pay a few folks, you might got sixty five, fifty five. But damn, you made fifty five thousand. You made one hundred twenty five thousand dollars, and you were able to pay yourself fifty five thousand dollars for that year. Sure. You know what I mean. Sure. So. With all of the independence going on, I think that signing with a record company these days, unless they give you twenty million up front, because you'll never see a check after that, because you'll be in a three sixty deal. They'll be paying for everything, but you, you trying to recoup out of that is going to be crazy. So I tell people all the time, if you can get a record deal and they're willing to pay you twenty million dollars, you now have twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Go open up a Seven Eleven. Go get you a Burger King. Go right. get you a couple of other things that's going to bring you some money in off that $20 million and then mm-hmm. get your own studio so you ain't got to pay nobody to go to the studio. And now you're making that $20 million work for you because you're not going to see another check from the record company unless you do something fantastic, $10 million, $8 million sales on one album. Then mm-hmm. you might get another check after that. But by that time, you really, you're on the road all the time. You're on television after you sell $8 million records. You're everywhere. You're making money not off your record no more. You're making money off of you. And see, and that's when the record companies come in with that 360 deal. Oh, you got a cologne, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. we need 20% of that. Oh, you just did that movie? Read your contract. Yeah, we get 20% of that million dollars that you just made. So mm. depending on how how hard you want to be handled, you can go the extreme way of Tech 9, which is 100% independent, merged. E40, 100% independent, Too Short, 100% independent. These guys are now just, they just need distributors now. They don't need record companies. So that's the point you want to get to or you want to be handled. Like the guys, you sign these record deals and they got to give you three records because they gave you $2 million up front and you owe them three albums. Gotcha. Okay. So that's what you want to be. Well, that's what, that's what I'm talking about and everything. Listen, everybody, if you're just tuning in, we're having a little technical difficulty here. This is the end. Hit us up at 657-383-0199. At 657-383-0199. And you know what I'm saying? Right now, we go get into something from back in the day called Nameless. Let's go. Electric, what a 
and then you put right. the children's on your mask on first. So when I come back through this time, I'm gonna come back through being able to leave a stream so other people mm-hmm. can clap on and and and, and be able to benefit because I could have left. I I got a job offer in Atlanta. I had a job okay. offer in Los Angeles. And I was, okay. it was pretty tempting, man, for me, but I would have to really leave Las Vegas in order to, and I was like, nah, Vegas, Vegas just needs its temper, temperament right now. And we got that mm-hmm. temperament right now because, you know, we got artists like Jake Mulligan and Busy mm-hmm. and, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. Misfit, you know, mm-hmm. Kev Lowe, Lil Roddy, Vic Smith, I mean, right. Eddie Fuse. Um, right. There's a Mob G. There's a lot of guys. That mm-hmm. a lot of girls, they got some good singles, and yes. all you need is a good single these days to get through. You get your, you work your single video, single video, single mm-hmm. video, and after your fourth single and video, you have to, you have to realistically look at yourself and go, okay, like I dropped four songs and four uh-huh. videos, and uh-huh. I got this out of it. Do I change direction mm-hmm. now? And some people mm-hmm. say, well, I'm gonna put out an album. Don't put out an album if none of your singles did good. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. If any, yeah. You don't, you don't. You don't do that. You don't keep. You don't drop an album after you don't have no singles that did nothing. Concentrate on singles and videos and and imaging and keep those videos and images going for thirty, forty days strong because after thirty days it becomes a habit. So okay. if you go hard thirty, forty days on your first single and your first video, and then mm-hmm. a month later you drop it with another video and another single, and you push the hell out of it. You don't even talk about nothing else but that video and that single. And after mm-hmm. four or five months, you'll create a buzz. And okay. that buzz will tell you which direction you should be going. Are they ready for an EP, or do I stay on these singles and video until I'm ready to put out an EP? Right. Okay. Okay. Dude, I don't think, I don't think a lot of artists understand the formula of putting their music out. They just figure, let me put it out. And can you explain to the artists that putting your music on every platform X's you out? Yeah. Imagine this, right? You got your music on 30 platforms, but you ain't got uh-huh. the money to, uh, to, to market on 30 platforms. Right. So you got your music out there in outer space because there are so many different musicians and rappers and singers and everybody putting music out that it's in outer space. So if you don't have a tether or a string letting people uh-huh. know, hey, this is my song in outer space, mm-hmm. it's outer space. So you have to have a right. marketing plan. You have to sit down with Spotify, pay that extra $30, $40, to get on certain playlists. Pay, okay. pay at somebody who, who's not even into your music a couple hundred dollars a month to promote your algorithm. Okay. Gotcha. You know, so... For, so, for instance, like, you know, Fat Man's putting out a record, and he needs some help in the South. So what he does uh-huh. is he puts a South remix on his song that he's doing, and he pays mm-hmm. someone who's prominent in the South. But, but I already okay. know he's prominent down there in the South. I'm just mm-hmm. using you as an example. Right. So right. now that prominent person down there who does know you from Jack knows uh-huh. a thousand other people that might like your music. So he's worked at 200 or $300 a month for that person to spread your algorithm and your links to people that you don't know, coming okay. from a reputable person. Gotcha. 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 So, once again, 
the 360 is investing in yourself. Something you've been saying, right. I don't know how many years now, but it's, it's like, you know, because you used to tell us, you used to go, man, do y'all know how much that's going to cost? <laughs> we, <laughs> we would be right. We would be running behind you. Polly, Uncle Polly, Uncle Polly. Man, we got a hot single in this, that, the other. You go, okay. So what y'all gonna do? But what y'all wanna do? Well, we trying to shoot a video. Like, we actually coming to you. Like, you gonna go, okay, we gonna shoot this video. I'm gonna look out for y'all, this, that, the other. That's what we was hoping for. You went, okay, well, shoot a video. <laughs> shoot a video. Hey, I'll, get I'll... it back to me. <laughs> I, I was taught. I was taught by the best. Ice always told me to pay your way through, so you don't owe nobody no money. Mhm. That's true. That's what Ice That's always true. told me. Pay your way through, so you this way you don't owe nobody no money. Mhm. So I always, I've always put that in mind to where if I can save a little, and even if it might take two months, I can still recoup, and then I can pay for it myself and own it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I've been noticing uh, everybody, and it's been shocking everybody, and I'm going to go, why is that shocking to you? People are getting their rights or redoing albums so they can re-put them out, and they get the proceeds and the money for it, not the record label. So this is why everybody, I told everybody, this is why Little Bow Wow just found out that he didn't own the rights to his music. Jermaine Dupree did, and he told him, you didn't read your contract. It's the first thing they say. Right. You know what I mean? Right. How does, that, how does that happen, or is that just someone not reading their contract? Because we all yeah, know in this game, it. if Jermaine Dupree bring you a beat, if we putting the lyrics on it, if we ain't got our stuff copywritten, he's going to copyright all of that. Yeah, he's going to copyright the song and everything, and he's going to pay you a performance royalty off off the off the song and that's that's mm-hmm. it that's all you'll get mm-hmm. you'll have no ownership no publishing unless you make that deal see a lot of people understand that a record deal and a publishing deals are two different things you right. know so there are some people who are who are incredible writers and they don't do record deals they do publishing deals they sell their songs like to warner chapel warner tamerlane or some other um some some other house that takes songs to uh to like other artists like uh, Chris Brown. So a lot of those guys don't even write their own music. They find stuff that they like and then they, it gets sent over and they sing it. You know? Okay. Right, so, right. Right. So you want to you wanna figure out where you want to be in this music world. Are you going to be a producer? Are you going to be a writer? Are you going to be the performer? Are you going to be the guy that makes the best graphics? Are you going to be the guy who got the best street team? Because see, to me, all that's important. So it's, it, it doesn't it does not weigh the other to me. It's a team effort. So you right. have to have your team in place. You have to have those things in place because it is impossible for one person <laughs> to do everything. Fat You're man. right. You told you, me that before. You, you, I remember when I came and sat in front of you and you said, "All right, now I remember it was right in your garage. You was doing you was a, doing a recording session or something. You said, "Hold on, let me talk to my let me talk to my guy." You said, "Okay, fat man." I, I've been waiting for this meeting. You said, what do you want to do? Or what are you doing? I said, well, I've got the record label. I just said, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You went, damn, and you doing all of that? I said, yeah. You said, you can't do all of that. And I, and I remember, I got kind of a little, little tipped off behind it. I was like, what you mean I can't do it? Like, you, you said, you ain't going to have the time to do the record, create the record, mix 
And I had to think about that, and I was like, man, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him. No, it showed me, because after a while, I went, man, I'm tired. Hell, I, <laughs> hell now I got to go perform the song now? Oh, hell. Right. <laughs> and then you got to deal with the people, uh-huh. and then you got to try to find you an hour of sleep in between uh-huh. that 24-hour day of you being the boss, the engineer, the rapper, the promoter, right. and the personality. Right, right, right. You just can't do it. It's not enough hours in the day. You know what I'm saying? But the no, one not. thing I want to ask you, one thing I want to ask you about and everything, and that's the support. I've noticed on social media, cats, and shout out to Stacey G, and, 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 and of course, Mikey VIP, and, and uh, you know, Brian uh, Trapano and everything, guys, is working in the studios and things and doing stuff. Do you, where, uh, how can I say, okay, where has the support went in Vegas artists? Is it, is it well, everybody's not enthusiastic no more? People, I know we're getting older. It was much different from when I got here in 2000 and everything. I know we're getting older and things like that, got families and everything, but what happened to that Support. It makes me feel like, well, you wasn't really supporting me in, from Jump Street if I'm trying to get with you now, and now you want to blow me off, or you've been blowing me off. Well, I, I honestly think that, man, because we are now a digital world. Uh-huh. Okay. We're, we're, no, we're no longer analog. We're no longer standing in lines on Tuesdays to see okay. what record comes out and pick it up at Odyssey. Um, right. We're no longer... We're no longer... We're no longer that big tribe that we used to be for music because they had dates and and mm-hmm. in-store signings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Right. People hardly do that anymore because of digital. Because digital right now is 90-10. You okay. get 90% of your information to your phone. Your okay. Bring some milk home. Check my email. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the album cover. I like the song. Mm-hmm. I'm, watching, um, I'm watching Ozark's. On my phone right now You know what I mean Your, your phone right. is, is now 90% And then the other 10% Is people still Go get their haircuts mm-hmm. People still drive So right. so putting flyers In a barbershop Is still important Putting posters On poles Is still important And giving uh-huh. free swag away Like t-shirts okay. And right. lighters I tell everybody, okay. don't waste your time on nothing else. Get some nice T-shirts and, and lighters and give those away with all your information on that T-shirt. And get a black T-shirt. Don't get a white T-shirt because after three washes of a white T-shirt, it becomes the shirt that you wash your car in. Okay. So you want to make sure that you get a black or a color shirt that's going to be around for six months. Right. So people can wear it more than two or three times and make it part of their wardrobe mm-hmm. make it. Make it a nice T-shirt so people want to put it on with their nice shoes. Like my my cousin Kendall, he has uh-huh. a um, he has a, 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 a clothing line called uh, Shoe Junkies. I mean, okay. sorry, Soul Junkies. Okay. His clothing line is based on tennis shoes. So when the, the, the Nike Six Hundred come out or wherever comes out, he makes a uh-huh. T-shirt in the color of that of that shoe, and he's a sneakerhead. So he has a whole community that he deals with. On that particular situation So You have to be pinpointed With your marketing and with your algorithm There's 7.5 billion people in this world So once you find a good algorithm 
and a lot of people try to hang out in the United States, you got a passport lead. Because once you go across seas and you already got your videos out, you already put your stuff out in America, those people mm-hmm. overseas are going to Google you. They're going to look you up. And they're happy that you're there. And if you have any feature with any type of superstar mm-hmm. working over in Europe, that's why artists go over there for six months and come back with a chunk of change. Because okay. going to because the, the states over the, the countries are like states over here. Like we drove four hours to California. You can drive four hours from London to France. From England okay. to France. Okay. You can go to Belarus in two hours. You can see all these different countries just like mm-hmm. you see states in the United States. But they're different countries. So when you go over to these different countries and everybody's speaking different, they're happy to see an American artist. They want a picture. Right. They want to mm-hmm. come to the show. They right. work for stuff like that. So America's real different, man. We're jaded. We're, we sell the most records. We, we're, we're the top in everything. We got the best dancers. We got the best soul singers. We're the best, 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 best. But that's mm-hmm. not true. That is not true at all. The best soul singers are now coming out of England. Okay. Yes, you know yes. we don't have any. Nate, we don't have female soul singers anymore. Beyonce is like the last one. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have an upcoming crop of soul singers. You know we have no. a few, but we don't have an upcoming crop. You know we got her. We got um, what's the uh, the dark skinned little sister? Um, she's dope. Um, Kylie, what's her name? Um, when it comes to our pop group, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's like. We don't have that crop. We don't do what Motown is. You don't go get talent anymore and build talent. You don't right. do that You're in right. no more. You're right. You're you right. You're, 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 uh, it, what, what happened to artist development? Art, artist development went out the door when the digital went in because that now allowed the president of the company to bypass the A&R, go online, and see somebody that got 30 million videos, and he can make the call. Okay. Gotcha. You don't need an ANR anymore. ANRs are like the thing that they used to be valuable because they're artist representation between the artist and the label. How things are moving? Do you need any help? Did you get your money on time? That type of that don't even work no more, man. It's like shit. It's like you can send me the money digitally and I'll send you this digitally, and it's like it's very impersonal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was telling an artist that the other day. I said, it ain't no getting in the studio with an artist anymore. You send it to where they are. You send it in your Dropbox and everything. They put their voice on it, send it back to you. Or that's when they mix and master it. You don't even get to meet the artist these days no more. No, you, know you don't. Saying? And it's like, that, and how can you vibe? How can you really vibe, you know, off of each other's vibes? If you're not in the studio See that's what I love about Snoop Snoop mm-hmm. is in the studio He put everybody in the studio with him Everybody's vibing and, uh, I've seen the video of the game uh, With Kanye West in the video And I was like man that's a good vibe up there You know that's a good That's going to be some good music coming out of that vibe Right there versus hey send me the track And I'll put something on it And I'll put something on it right Exactly, exactly. So it seems like these days And those days those days are obsolete. Now we're coming into the new era of recording and making music and things. So, Paulie uh, Mac, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. We got 23 minutes left in the show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it has been an honor to have you on the show. I'm going to make sure that uh, 
we do uh, a make sure when I do a write up and everything in the magazine and stuff like that there you know what I'm saying so I I, I do agree with you because I've been branding this unsigned hype all the way out to the fullest and everything now it's just time to take it back to the visual and get you know my magazine digital and all of that and everything like that so it is a lot of work to be done you know what I'm saying but I'm glad that we have people like yourself you were the blueprint out here of what an artist need to be when we wanted to be when when I got here and we we wanted to look at somebody that was doing it we were looking at you you know what I'm saying I mean you still I doing the body got working I mean uh, for real for real bro we, we look at you we still look at you to this day and it was devastating when the people did we didn't know that you were sick but we could tell in your pictures that you wasn't feeling good you know and I remember oh, yeah, sitting yeah. with P- pictures don't lie man that's one thing right. you cannot get hold of a picture ain't gonna, not gonna lie right right and uh we was looking and I was going I said oh, I said Uncle Paulie don't look too good and they said nah he don't man he dealing with something and, and everything you know what I'm saying so we just made sure that we kept you kept you in prayer. You know what I'm saying? That's, I appreciate that's what we that. did. You know what I mean? That's what I we did that. and everything. And, uh, you know, I pray for everybody that comes on this show daily. You know what I'm saying? And everybody that I've dealt with and things like that. You know, I just sat back the other day and I was sitting back imagining and I was going, wow, how many interviews have I done since I've been here? You know, people don't remember. I was on KLAV, the AM station. Right. I yeah, I was on there because it was worldwide on the internet. That was that little spot off of uh, in that house. Sahara. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Right down the street yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah. Right down the street from me. Uh, right behind, yeah. right across the street from the stratosphere. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That sure little, was. Yeah, yeah, little AM station. They would let me get that Joker at eight o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? And I would come out of there probably like ten, eleven o'clock. Maybe maybe midnight, you know. That's just like what we was doing to Boston. Uh, the Boston they used to sit on uh, uh, Cambridge and Flamingo. You know, you remember right. I had that, that, little, that on that a Thursday club. night. Yeah, I I ran nineteen X. I even, that's when uh, Sporty Mac and everybody two cents and everybody was coming up there performing. I had the Jets. I had oh. the Jets up there. I had Parliament Funkadelic up there. Uh, KRS One came through up there. Uh, we did uh, we did D12 and the Fat Killers. That was that night that I pushed Mikey up on the stage and I told him you better rap, and he came in second place. <laughs> I ain't lie, you can ask me. He yeah. followed me around. Mikey, go, Mikey and them guys, they got bars over there, man. Man, look here, yeah, camp, campfire is on. Campfire is on fire. You know what I'm saying? Campfire is but, like, like the Vegas Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's just a big pot of gumbo, you know what I mean, yeah. and everything. So I, I look at Mikey now, and I go, Mikey, I remember when you was following me around, telling me how much you wanted to rap. So I would take him up on stage with me and have him stand right beside me. And I would sit there, and I would freestyle, and I would talk about it while we was up on stage. And he would go, you can just do that off the top of your head. I said, after you do it for a while, it becomes easy. I said, but you're going to rap. He said, I'm afraid. No, you're not. Now, we're doing this on stage, live, <laughs> going back and forth, until 
the fat killers came up there that day, and he said, man, I'm going to get in I'm gonna get in this contest. It's $300. I said, you know they got a dead ringer, right? He said, I don't know what you mean. I said, okay, go ahead and get in, get in the competition. You know what I'm saying? Dead ringer, they just set up. You know, they're they going to bring in King Gordon. He's going to come in and wipe everybody out. Right. And that's right. what happened. But he came in third place. He came in second. And King Gordy came in first. He came in second. And Swifty came in third. You know what I mean? So we got history out here. You know what I'm saying? And we appreciate you coming on the show because you are history as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you mentioned Vegas and, and music and filming, your name comes up. Your name pops up. You know what I'm saying? That's like I, I, I love my I love my city of Vegas, man. I appreciate everybody here. I love the city of Vegas. I do want to give a quick shout out, Fat Man, before you, go ahead, you go cut ahead. off real quick. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Stacy G. Stacy put all of us on. Um, we okay. were at the Battle of the Mix, and we had beat Stacy them the fourth time around on the show on KCP. Okay. And okay. Stacy called to the radio station. And instead of Stacy going like, oh, uh, you know, y'all whack, or you know, he could have uh-huh. he could have pulled a power move because he was Stacy G, you know. Right. He's like, nah, y'all support these young brothers. You know, FBI crew is fresh. Right. Okay. And when Stacy G called us fresh, coming from the boss, uh-huh. that 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 opened up the doorway for us. After that, we didn't have no, it was no adversarial crews, you know, because the big guy uh-huh. said we was cool. So we started blessing everybody else. We formed the 211 Posse, MC Lynn, okay. uh, Raw Alliance, MC Boom and Bang, uh-huh. um, uh, uh, DJ Darren Sarno. I mean, we had a we had a crew, and we were doing okay. shows like tour. We were tour the we were tour different parts of the city, the YMCA. So mm-hmm. I appreciate Stacy for opening up the door for that. And then you know I met Easy E, um, right. who had then introduced me to Dr. Dre. And we got okay. two songs by Dr. Dre, Death Girly, and um, and uh, Grace Under Pressure. And then after that, man, I met Ice T. He put us in a syndicate. Uh, I became a Zulu member, like in '89. Mm-hmm. A year after, I became um, syndicate. And then, you know, just want to thank everybody for that. That's my hip hop way in because I yes. got I, I was bought in by some real kings. So, right, then, but right. general population store and Big Keith and Bully Buster is the most important thing right now. Keith is doing something incredible. He has a retention mm-hmm. rate. When kids come see uh, Big Keith and the Bully Buster program, they don't uh-huh. reoffend. Okay. They don't reoffend. So Big okay. Keith and the general population store on Owens, man, y'all get y'all T-shirts from there. Y'all go say hi to Big Cat. Y'all go say hi to Big Keith. Go say hi to all the people down there running the general population, man, because that is truly a neighborhood store. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, all right. Big Keith, love you, brother, man. Happy what yes, you're doing with the city. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was good seeing him uh, the, uh, the day of the MLK parade and everything. Shout out to oh, my yeah, man yeah. Twix. You know what I'm saying? And everybody yes, that was out there, it was good seeing everybody once again. It was kind of like a reunion. It was in, And the people that was with me, they were kind of like, you know all of them. I said, look, them, them guys been nurturing me and, and, and schooling me since I got here in 2000. It's just that we run around and everything like that. We come through and support and stuff like that. I remember Big Keith had me uh, was one of the one of the uh, uh, entities that had me at the Boys and Girls Club over there on on uh, the North End. 
Okay. I was over there every I was over there every Tuesday playing music and just nurturing with the kids. You know what I'm saying? I had some of them starting to do makeup raps and stuff like that and you know what I'm saying? Just in the recreation room. We do pizza night and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yo yo working in your community is important. I learned that from you guys. It was Super like Fat important. Man was just yeah, 'cause you was you was asking, you said, Fat Man, what you doing? I remember you asked me, you said, Fat Man, what you doing to give back? And I said, what, I owe you some money? And you was like, no, no. You was like, no, what you doing for the community? And I said, oh, uh, hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we got to get out here and nurture and work and, and, and plant those plant those seeds you know what i'm saying like what i'm what we're doing with the with the you know with the majorette teams and things like that they're planting these seeds and these these young ladies you know what i mean and everything to yeah, make sure it. that you know that they make sure that they get a good start uh, and, and support that's the one thing yeah yeah support support our our women man because you know just yes. technically black women right now they make more than black men do Yes, they do, and that's right a beautiful now. thing. They're more they're more they're more educated than black men at this point in time, degree wise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we need to we need to support our sisters like our sister supported us back in the day, man. It's like mm-hmm. I was raised by women. I didn't know my dad, mm-hmm. my grandfather, and my uncle Derek and Mike were my male role models, and my uncle Calvin were my okay. male role models growing up because I didn't have a dad. So I had a great grandfather and a grandfather and some uncles that loved the hell out of me. So I learned mm-hmm. a lot from them. But still not having a father has a void had has has a void when you don't have that number one disciplinary in your life, you know, you do certain things. And you know, mm-hmm. I was running the streets at thirteen years old because I'm pretty sure if I'd had a dad, that wouldn't have happened. I didn't have a father mm-hmm. to tell me and my mom, you know, she had her issues too. So it was it's what it was. So we don't want people to we I don't want nobody ever experience how the 90s were mm-hmm. with the right. drug scene with uh-huh. grandmamas cracked out in the 80s it was right. fucking right. horrible right it was it was it, it was. was horrible it was it was so, it definitely was our beautiful sisters are going to lead us out of this man our, 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 yes, our leaders are. our leaders can be anybody I don't you know everybody you know sometimes with me I don't want to do the chick there the Man, leadership mm-hmm. is leadership. Now, my mama was a great leader. Okay. She led our household. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So leadership is not a man or a woman to me. It's just somebody who's good at being a leader. Right, right, exactly. You have to take that step forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, my brother. Any last words? If, if there's a kid out there that's trying to walk in your footsteps and do production and, 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 and do music and just be a... Uh, a a a all around just man, you know. What advice would you give him? You had a teenager in um, front of you, and he was like, "I want to be like you." What would you tell him? Uh, first thing I would tell him to do is go get two jobs okay. and work those two jobs for three years. Mm-hmm. Do all your writing and everything you got to do to prepare yourself, and within those three years, you're going to take a third of that money and you're going to invest it back into yourself after the third year. So, okay. while you're doing the talent shows, while you're uh-huh. here, while you're doing your, uh, while you're doing the stuff that you have to do to become a good rapper, getting your breath under control, riding right. the track, 
while you're learning right. all this stuff, you're saving money at the same time. So when you are ready to pop out, you are ready to pop out with your publishing that you own. You are ready to pop out with your copyrights that you own. Your, your voice is good to go. Your breath, you've been performing. And now the only thing you have to do is pay for how you want to do your marketing. And guess what? You've been working three years, and you've put the money up yourself to market your own music, and every single dime comes back to you. That's what I would tell you, man. That's a go blueprint. On. That's a blueprint right there. That's a blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Well, we appreciate you coming on the show, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Love, thank you, bro. thank you. And God bless. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you need, just let me know. I'll be getting back in touch with you so we can do this right up in the magazine and everything. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for my man, Pauly Mack, once again. All right, y'all show him. Show him that wake your ass up morning show love. my brother for coming on the show you know what i'm saying god Thank bless you, you you know what i'm saying and uh we gonna go out with they don't know that's my favorite song how did you oh my goodness that's my favorite song by colorbox here we go let's go
Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. That's hard rock for your behind right there. You know what I'm saying? That's my man, Pauly Max and Colin Vine. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to my man coming on the show today. He dropped some education on us today. Just, 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 just mental education. Just, you know, things that I say, you know, it's self-explanatory. You know what I'm saying? That we should already know but a lot of us don't know it you know what i mean and a lot of us have to hear it from other people that's experiencing what we are going through what we are feeling what we are seeing what we are trying to do and that means if it's in music if it's in radio if it's in everyday life you know what i'm saying find you somebody who you can look up to now i'm 53 years old 53 years old I consider Mr. Paulie Mack a mentor, okay? Just like I consider Vanessa McConnell a mentor. These are people that are in positions that <laughs> I think that I'm not even there yet. And they tell me all the time, man, you're doing your, you're doing your thing. Keep on doing it. You know what I'm saying and everything. So I want to thank them. This is why I bring them on the show. So you can learn from them like I learned from them, if that makes sense. You can get a sense of where they're coming from and you won't feel so alone anymore in this music industry, in this radio thing, and filming, and what you want to do, and pursuing your goals. It's good to talk to people. It's good to understand where you're going, what direction you're going in, if you're going in the right direction. And like I say all the time, the Lord speaks through people. We're just a vessel, and he speaks through us. I know he speaks through me. And I want to thank my man, Paulie Mack, for coming on the show. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to this interview. Uh, I mean, it was... uh, uh, I, it was, it was, it was. I was honored to do this interview. I think this is like the second or third time, uh, third time he's been on the radio show or something like that. He always pops in and out and everything. So y'all make sure y'all follow Paulie Mac on all of his social media. You know what I'm saying? It's Paul Mark Macklin. All right. Uh, tell him that Fat Man West Coast sent you. If you need any filming or anything done, make sure you hit him up. And once again. The Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show is brought to you by 3T's Tax Service. All right. Make sure you hit up Miss Denise Hurt for all your tax needs. It is tax season, tax season, tax season, tax season, tax season. You know what I'm saying? And uh, tax season, you start turning in your taxes yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure you hit her up at 330-330-2202. Once again, that's 330-330-2202. Ask for Miss Denise Hurt. Tell her, Batman West Coast sent me and said, you can take care of all my tax needs. She does corporate taxes, business taxes, personal taxes, 
tax amendments, you know what I'm saying, and whatever you may need for your house, personal, call her up, tell her that the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show sent you, you know what I'm saying? So listen, for myself and the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show staff, I want to thank you for rocking with us today. We'll be back tomorrow with a new topic, maybe a new interview. Shout out to my man, Mr. Cruz, out there, uh, who's going to be coming on the show, uh, talking about his, uh, he's building a, 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 a marketing group, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, he's bringing it to Vegas, you know what I'm saying, so we are excited to have him on here, uh, we're going to try and have him on uh, Thursday, this Thursday morning, you know what I'm saying, and I'll be putting up the advertiser for it, so look out for that, you know what I'm saying, because he's here to help us market, you know, our businesses and get in groups and hubs with our businesses and networking, all right? So listen, y'all, love, peace, and hair grease. I'm about to get up out of here. TikTok say I got to go. 958. We about to hit up out of here, y'all. We will talk to y'all tomorrow, mañana, same place, same time, same station. You know what I'm saying? I am your host, Fat Man West Coast. Thank you for rocking with us on the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. We up out of here, y'all. <laughs> Peace! Uh, uh.